Welcome to the In Defense of Ska podcast. There's a lot of like, okay, well, you like Ska named three bands that aren't the boss tones. I'm your host, Aaron Carnes, music journalist and author of the book In Defense of Ska. And I'm your co-host, Adam Davis, veteran Ska musician from the bands Omnigon and Link 8. On our show, we aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of Ska music. There are so many great untold stories throughout the history of Ska. The show features interviews with everyone from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to Fishbone, Fall Out Boy singer Patrick Stump, and the police drummer Stuart Copeland. Join us on In Defense of Ska from the Consequence Podcast Network. Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year, that matter. Yay. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corder. Hey, podcast for Bonnarooians by Bonnarooians. Welcome to the what? I'm Brad. That's Barry. It's Lord Taco. Around the room. Uh, big day. Short show today. Uh, we wanted to uh, pop on and uh get into some news that we have, some news that uh, others have had, uh, some questions that I have for our uh, local expert, our resident uh, writer in Barry Quarter. Uh, but first, uh, hi guys. Hi gentlemen. Hey. hey. I, had, yeah. I had to smile when you said going to be a short one. <laughs> Every time we do that, it's <laughs> like the longest one ever. <laughs> I know, but I, I kind of just thought you were going with a dick joke. I, uh thought you were going to get dirty there for a second, Barry. I leave that to you. Okay, I leave the smut you. to you. The smut to you. <laughs> the smut? Yeah, I've got the smut. You've got the hooping and the hollering. Uh, the hooping and the hollering. Welcome back, Taco. We, uh, hey, we missed you last me. week during the um, uh, booking episode. I missed you, but it was yeah, a good episode. Agents. Yeah, it was actually uh, really informative. In fact, uh, industry people have even uh, reached out to me to talk about it. And, um, you know, when, when I'm teaching you know, the head of a label, a few things about something like this. That's pretty impressive. I actually like that nice, a lot. Nice. Um, so let's start with a couple of things. Uh, let's start with some news. I'm going to get right news. to it. You have news? I've got news. I have news. Okay. Well, right. who's, who wants to start with their news? Let's let Russ go. He's excited. I love this. We don't see Russ excited very often. Uh, the news is, PBR. well, the news is about PBR. PBR oh, right. follows exactly 69 people on Twitter. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I became number 69. I'm wow. PBR's this is, 69th this is follower. The biggest, this is the biggest day in the yes. history of podcasting. I swear to God, there's not a uh, higher honor in Lord Taco's life than being the 69th follow of PBR, which used to be uh, owned, that, that record was essentially owned by John Cena there for a while, wasn't it? What That's happened right. to John yeah. Cena? Did they unfollow the, the Cena? They uh, lost a follower. Maybe somebody um, deleted their account or something, but it came to their attention that they were only following 68 people, and they fixed the issue by following me. Yeah, but what happens when another person drops out? Then you become 68, and a whole other 69 shows up. I only need need it this one time. This is all I need. (laughs) He is such a simple guy. can't take it away now. Couldn't have yeah. I've got the screenshots. <laughs> You've got hats and T-shirts printed up. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, my God. Oh, Taco. I know you're not a sports guy, but we need to get you a PBR football jersey with the number 69. That would be awesome. Is, can we do that? Yes, we can. Yes. I'm sure we can a good do idea. that. Okay. PBR, dear PBR, send us PBR. a football jersey with Lord Taco's name on the back and number 69. We beg of you. And he will wear it Oh, on that would the be show. amazing. Proud. I'll wear it every day. I'll sleep in it. I'll have shower in it. in it. Yeah, everything he it. does in life will have that stupid jersey on. <laughs> I'll never take it off. That's a, a really big deal. I'm very proud of you. It's a Thank very you. big day for 
you know, our, our pride and joy, Lord Taco. And a lot of beers. That's my big news. A lot of beers in the earned. A lot of beers. What I love about that. what I love about Lord Taco's uh, love affair with PBR is that when he goes on that, you know, what is that app where you check in all the beers, Taco? Untapped, right? Okay. Yeah, so it's for beer nerds, for beer snobs. And it's for the guys that love the craft beer who want to show off all of the, you know, neato craft beer they're drinking around the country, right? Well, uh, you check in a different beer every time you have it, and you win awards, and people follow you, and they, they, they gawk at your amazing beer palette. Well, Lord Taco has checked in how many beers since you've been on Untapped? How many beers have you checked in? 369 and times every single, for one beer. And every, every single, single one is a PBR. Is PBR. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> he literally checked in the same beer every time he has it. I, the man I always give it four stars. Bit. I was going to ask if the scores fluctuate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, four out of five, you know. It's pretty good. Yeah. They can do better. They can still do better. <laughs> uh, we're getting into ham territory now. We keep going with that. Um, so all right, funny, let's though. let's uh, go with this. Uh, I'll start with with my uh, with my Domino's reference that I I made a couple of weeks ago. So I can uh, say this now because I, I feel as though I've gotten enough people to uh, tell me this. But the Domino that I was referring to is not the festival, any of the festivals that have announced over the past couple of weeks, and it has not was not uh, about the. Um, it's situation on the farm, which we'll get into here in a little bit. The uh, shows that they're doing uh, over two weekends coming up on, uh, I guess, Bonnaroo Farm. The Bonnaroo so, Farm. Um, neither one of those are the thing. It's Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza is going to announce in the next three weeks. And what is crazy about Lollapalooza is that they're doing it in the last week of July. And it is the first. It's going to be the. It's gonna, not only is it, you know the biggest festival it'll be the biggest piece of news that we've had in all of this pandemic we're gonna they're gonna have an 80,000 person festival in Chicago apparently the city is on board they've gotten all the approvals it's not gonna be uh capped not capped but it's not gonna be you know have have some sort of like you know half half capacity no it's gonna be a full on Lollapalooza so now, granted, all of this could, you know, change drastically. I think that, that you know, asterisk is every in everything we say, especially when it comes to uh, something I said a couple of weeks ago. In that, uh, I was told straight up that Tame Impala wasn't out for Bonnaroo. I don't think that's true anymore. I, I will go back and even change my own uh, piece of news from a few weeks ago. In that, when Tame Impala essentially said no to coming to America. They've even changed their mind. Look at what happened with the, the lineup that dropped in Las Vegas the other day. So now I'm totally um, off this idea that Tame Impala's out. Um, the other thing that I found out from numerous people, is going to announce too. Yep. And is going to announce in the next 10 days. Now, I know that, um, what's his name? The, the Ham's guys, uh, the, the, the father and son of Ham, right? Parker and his son, Jake. Johnny Ham and Doug Ham, right? Ham. Yeah. yeah, so Mr. I know that they had some sort of random 323 day. That may be it. Uh, I give them all the credit in the world. If that's what they meant by that weird tweet that they put out one day that just said 323, then they nailed it because it, everything's setting up for that to be actually true. Um, 
from the from the multiple people that told me Bonnaroo is going to announce not just in the next two weeks, but maybe in the next ten days. Um, with all that being said, uh, I know Brittany is a go. Um, I know that the the lineup is at least sixty percent of what it was. Um, I think that Tame is is a go. That's that's just an opinion at this point. And then finally. Um, I'm not going to go out and say the other band that I know is an add to the lineup, uh, but if you've listened to this podcast at any point, it is one of Barry Corder's favorite bands in the world that it was absolutely confirmed um, to me to be a Bonnaroo. So I think, that's, I think that covers essentially what I needed to, to clarify. Did I miss anything, Barry? Do you think I missed anything? No, I can't think of anything other than I just wanted, to, as we talked yesterday, stress the point, and you said it, that we've heard from multiple people because, as we've said on here, you and I try to, you know, uh, go get the answers. We try to go to the sources and, and get the, the answers, but we also don't try to burn bridges with those sources. So if you hear it from one person or I hear it from one person that isn't enough yeah one person's not enough it's just not Not enough enough, and especially if it you know even if it looks like it could be traced back uh which is something we just have to deal with you know i won't do it i know you won't do it because we don't want to burn bridges because we want to be doing this for a while Well, you you are a far different entity than i am i mean you are a professional newspaper reporter i'm just a guy that tells fart jokes on the radio (laughs) um so you know when i have one person tell me something I think that leads to informed speculation and uh, informed opinions. Um, but when I get multiple people in completely different aspects of this industry tell me the same thing, then I'm just, you know, at that point, AI, I'm just, I'm going to share it. <laughs> so no. I would almost be <laughs> derelict of duty if I didn't. Yeah. Um, so uh, I feel like there is something else that uh, was on the list, but I don't necessarily remember. Um, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little, you know, I'm kvetching a little bit because of Lord Taco's 69th. Um, you know. <laughs> With that being said, is there anything I'm missing? I feel like I'm, I've missed something. I, I feel not, like there's a piece in this that I've, I've sort of s- let slip by. Not that I can think of that was on your list. I've got my list in front of me, and I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll all come back to it. Uh, there's right. a lot happening in Manchester and with the farm, but as far as announcements, I've heard the same thing you did, uh, not about Lollapalooza, but that Bonnaroo is soon very soon uh, from multiple people. I have not heard performers and stuff like that like you have. Um, so, but um, there was a lot that came out yesterday that uh, I didn't, I mean, yeah. some of it I knew we knew was coming. Some of it uh, surprised me. Some of it, the way it was announced, surprised me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot yeah, of it just let- sort of slipped under that yeah. I got confirmed that we're going to talk about here in a minute. Yeah, let's get to that here in a, in a second. Um, but reaction, if you have any, to um, not just, you know, this Bonnaroo thing actually happening, but uh, Lollapalooza at the end of July. I mean, talk about brave. Yeah. Really, really brave. Uh, and, look, I said it to you a couple of weeks ago. You, you know, we know the, the ways in which this country operates. We know the, how Americans operate. If we get 200 million people vaccinated, do you think that the – you know, majority of Americans are going to care about the next hundred million. You know, I hate to be this cynical about it, but do you think that they're going to say, you know what, we'll hold out. We'll keep everything closed until you guys can, 
can do it. And, and the other thing, too, that's, that's odd is, you know, I, I don't think, based on everything that I've heard, they're not going to be asking for vaccination cards either. Yeah. Um, so uh, with all that being said, I, I found it to be both surprising and not surprising. I think I was more surprised that they're holding on to the date and they're going to um, go forward with their, you know, original sort of slot that they always find themselves in, Lollapalooza does, in that first weekend of August, that, you know, last weekend of July. But still at the same time, you know, it's, it's still a little surprising. It's surprising to say anything like this anymore, to be honest with you. No, absolutely. And the, the thing that I keep hearing is there are a lot of events that are booking dates. And in some cases, it's simply to hold the date. They don't want anybody else to get it should they be able to get it. I'm not saying that's the case with Lollapalooza, but I know of other festivals that are. Yeah. Um, oh, no, their, their lineup's done. Uh, yeah. lineup seems, and one name on there is actually pretty surprising. Um, I don't really want to get into yeah. it, uh, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's a full fledged Lollapalooza. Right. And so the interesting thing is everything that you and I, uh, the three of us have been talking about for a year, literally a year, especially the last seven, eight months is still in play. Just like you said, uh, the vaccine, you know, the paperwork, are you going to have to have it infrastructure? All those things are still in play, and to get get that all moving would be really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, in the case yeah. of Bonnaroo, I've asked that question. Especially Bonnaroo. And quite honestly, nobody that I've talked to has an answer. Yeah. But um, they're planning on doing it Labor Day weekend in September. Mm-hmm. Um, how that works, I don't know. Um, you asked a great question Yesterday, when this announcement came out that we're going to get into, uh, Russ especially was asking about camping. You know, why no camping? Because camping is safe. And as you pointed out, till you have to go to the porta potty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there's been a bunch of these sort of outdoor pod-like shows that have been popping up around the country. And you know, for the most part, you know, as a guy who ate crow for hating the drive-in shows and ended up liking, you know, the one that I went to. Um, you know, these pod things, and I'm going to say the same thing I said about the drive-in show. These pod shows sound terrible. Mm. I mean, they sound just legit. Um, you're just putting up a square peg in a round hole. Uh, now, maybe they work, and maybe I'll feel the same way after I went to the drive-in show as a total, feeling like a total fool. But to me, I don't really want to, God love them for trying something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I don't want to go to which is now called the Bonnaroo Farm, yep. and um, drive there, not just drive there, but have to stay in a hotel in Manchester. Love the nightlife in Manchester, by the way. A lot of things to do <laughs> late night after Bonnaroo, uh, after a what show um, yeah. event. But I don't think I want to do that, and, and it's because of the lack of camping. And I think that you nailed it. There's no possible way that they could allow camping, first for the security reasons. Right. Uh, they don't... the the, the manpower would be just a, just too much they'd have to open up the facilities again um and you know it's really it's not really recommended based on our conversation with the bookers last week right and and just you know how do you keep people from visiting between campsites and all that so it's logistically it's it's not possible and mm-hmm. I, I was thinking along your way of thinking that i just do i want to drive that hour hour and 10 minutes mm-hmm. And then I thought, you know, the caverns, for people who don't live around here, there's a cave 20 minutes from the Manchester site. 
that's unbelievable. And they had uh, Need to Breathe last weekend. I think they had three sold-out shows. They've got right. uh, uh, somebody there this weekend. and I mean, they've was got it somebody Need every- to Breathe or was it Head in the Heart? No, it was Need to Breathe Okay. last weekend. Yeah. So with that being said, the, um, what, why, what happened to Great Stage Park? What happened to Great Stages Park? And why I, is it all of a sudden called bon, the Bonnaroo Farm? The Bonnaroo Farm. That is official. It has been changed. Um, I, don't, I didn't get this directly from anybody official, but I think it's the reality is we all either call it the farm or Bonnaroo. Mm-hmm. Nobody calls it Great Stage Park. And they just said it's a bad name. Well, you know, it. It, well, I know, but it tells me that that idea of doing multiple festivals through the years not going to happen anymore. Because the reason why they called it Great Stages Park is because they didn't want to brand it Bonnaroo so that they could use it for other events throughout the year. Yeah. So now that they're owning the Bonnaroo Farm, I think that that whole, let's do some events throughout the year, ain't going to happen anymore. Well, that's what this is. It's exactly what this concert series I know is. That it, I know that, but this is under the Bonnaroo umbrella, it's where an Exit 311 Fest was not. Which... So name me the other events that have happened at Great Stage Park. No, no, I know that. But but do you remember they always said, they kept saying over and over and over, when we buy the property, they didn't say this, but people would say when they buy the property, then you're going to have events throughout the year. I'll have a second Bonnaroo. It'll be a country Bonnaroo. And no. Yeah, but the only people who ever called it Great Stage Park are the people who write the news releases and me, who have to (laughs) rewrite it and put it in the paper. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone else calls it either the farm or Bonnaroo. Okay. So, you know, my, my sort of quibble, if I, if I will, is the way that just sort of snuck it in there. You know, when it came out yesterday, there's, no, there's not been an announcement that they've changed it, rebranded it. Mm-hmm. That was a little strange. Yeah. Um, I thought the whole thing was strange yesterday. I thought the, the rollout, the, um, the, the way it was. Uh, the reason I think it was strange is probably because it wasn't done by the people who normally do it uh the people who normally do it are furloughed and not around anymore yeah so that's my that's bet true. um but y- the people that are mostly behind this this side event that's happening with the avid brothers billy strings and jack pardo i don't know who the other guy is to be honest with you. John okay Pardo. yeah it, who who is who's actually running this who actually put this together so that was i had three questions it, and I, I knew Live Nation was involved, so my question was, how is Live Nation involved? Uh, did the name officially change? And then, um, um, what was the third one? Oh, the point of it, I guess. And uh, so the name did change. It's now the Bonnaroo Farm. It is C3 Presents and AC Entertainment are producing it, which are both subsidiaries of Live Nation, as we know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's... It's part of that. This is their effort to to use the farm more than more than once, you know, more than just for the big festival. Uh, I'm betting now. C3 has has uh, turned into an operation that is more fluid these days than um, a Live Nation is, mainly because they they you know kept a lot of their employees employed, frankly. So my bet is, and I'm just guessing here. Believe me, this is not informed in any way. But my bet is C3 did most of this and uh because ac doesn't really have any employees right now um you didn't get the normal sort of you know touches that you would have normally gotten from a bonnaroo like thing uh because ac usually does that kind of stuff you know c3 is the ones you know making the festival happen 
they're the ones that are yeah. booking you know artists and and helping with you know costs and um finding the stage hands and buying you know the equipment etc ac's just you know sort of you know operating it and you know doing the press releases and making it feel the way that we all know that it feels so without those people doing that and without those people helping i highly doubt that you're going to get a bonnaroo level you know press release if you will well and and you know it sort of occurred to me after thinking about it all afternoon is you the three of us geek out over this kind of stuff i mean we're, we're going to parse every word and every nuance and what does this yeah. mean and what does that mean and that's true to your point you know maybe they don't um, yeah that's true but you know calling it the bonnaroo farm and putting that on on the label like they did i mean that's we all went right to that right i mean what what does that mean so you know um so i don't you know i I think you're exactly right um and i think you i know you're right about like the ac um people and the normal people they were involved but not in the at the normal level that they are okay i want it to be successful i just i don't know how it's going to be the ticket price is quite high and when you break it up into the the pod so the pod can have how many people in it Four. four. Okay, four. So take that yeah, top price, which is $250 when it's all said and done, divided by four. That's a pricey trip to Manchester, Tennessee. Yeah, it's still a good and, price. And by the way, you know, are you staying there? I mean, I like Manchester. But um, you, you're hanging out the Holiday Inn? If, if camping wasn't acceptable based on the cdc do you really think all those people who would have been camping are not going to be you know holed up in the same hotel um you know swapping whatever you know farm gunk they have on their bodies with each other you don't think that's going to happen again it, it, i keep thinking of the caverns i just keep I, saying farm gunk i know <laughs> i know what you're saying but i keep thinking of the caverns where people have done it the drive-in things where people have done it so Maybe there's something unique and special about these that that we're not, that I'm not thinking of or aware of. I'm with I'm with you. I mean, for me, Bonnaroo is the camping and the hanging out with friends and the mm-hmm. the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not about 90 minutes of an act. So Taco, you're literally in a camper. Can uh, I mean? I'm literally I mean, in a camper. Could could you could you sleep the night there if you parked? Could you just like hang out for the whole night? I don't know. I don't know if the, if they're going to make everybody leave afterwards, or you know, if yeah. you, if you do stay overnight, you know. Yeah, I don't remember if it says there's camping in that area or not. No, there's not. There's they, not. They, they, they just have parking. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah. would you go? Uh, Barry's not going to go. Uh, it's just too. He doesn't do things at night. But Taco, <laughs> would you go? I don't think so. Not with no camping. I, I don't see it's myself so going there. Fascinating. You know? What about the uh, what about the other lineups? Anything else that pops out at you know, all the other lineups that came out in the last uh, 10 days or so? You mean about that or about any of the others? Any of the oh, other I lineups. Let, while we're all still on it, uh, just oh, because yeah. it's come up, uh, and it, again, it's it's way inside baseball stuff, but it is important. On August or April 6th, rather, I think the council up there will uh, hear – 
public opinion on whether to annex the farm or not. Well, that's I wanted to get into that so separately because I am totally confused about this. Okay, uh, I'm going to openly say I don't even know what annexation means. <laughs> I have no idea what this is supposed to be. So can you explain this to me? Take me to school and start from the very beginning and ex explain what it is that they're trying to accomplish? Sure. I can, and I will give uh, a lot of credit to uh, Daniel at the uh, Rubus because he had one of the aldermen on, uh, Ryan, and forgive me, Ryan, I can't think of your last name. Um, but annexation means you become part of the city, which means you get part of the city's benefits. Typically, that means street lights, uh, garbage pickup, sewer, plumbing, those sorts of things. Um, since the beginning, uh, AC and Ashley Caps and I have been thought, you know, I joke about it. I've written about them planting grass and trees more than I ever would have imagined, but it's important. Uh, they added the sewer. That's important. The reality mm -hmm. is Manchester is not equipped to handle 110,000 people all of a sudden flushing toilets. Mm -hmm. As we talked about earlier, the roads in and out are not equipped to handle 110,000 people. That's why you have the 18-hour waits mm -hmm. for some people. If they annex, they likely will widen that road. Uh, they will likely hook up to full sewer, water, some lighting, some roads. Okay, but can, can I stop you here? They sure. already have that. No, not the widening of, widening of the roads. I know, but the, but they already have. They've already made, uh, built the water lines. They've already built the sewer lines. Yeah, but Manchester, the county is not equipped. So it's basically you've got a, a park that has it, and then it funnels down into you know a funnel. It gets funneled, and then it's not able to handle. So that's why you only have the two or three, bathroom shower facilities, not full. Um, it so current so currently, a a farm that is privately owned. In the city of Coffee Manchester. County. It's actually Coffee County is the real. Okay. That doesn't Everyone says it's in Manchester. It's not. It's in Coffee County. Okay. But, but, but if, if it was just a private citizen, would they have to go through all this process too? To get a road? The to cities get rarely annex private cities, citizens, no. And, and in a lot of cases, annexation has a lot of, I mean, that would be... Like, whatever small city is near you, it'd be like the big city going out and grabbing it. Sure. A lot of people don't want it. They don't. That's the reason they live where they live. They don't want to be part of your big city. It's, sure. In most cases, it's a tax. Some would argue it's a tax grab mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. But it does come with sewer rather than septic. It comes with garbage pickup. Things like that. Garbage pickup's another big one. You know, things like this, like I said, are inside baseball. Yeah. And we don't think of them unless you're the guy that has to haul that garbage off. But but I thought that I thought that Bonnaroo had uh, an agreement that these things were sort of covered and paid for anyway. In some ways, they compost a lot and they've done a lot. But this gets them all the other things that being part of a city municipality would get you. Now, it's just so strange because it, they already are in the city. They're not. They're in the they're county. They're not? No, they're in the county. That's what I said to a minute ago. They're not so, in Manchester. It's Coffee County. 
Okay. So they only have so, county So this amenities. is where the confusion is for me, because they're actually not in Manchester. Correct. No. Uh-huh. They are not. Okay. They're very close, but they're not okay. inside the city proper, so they don't get city okay. so, benefits. So now, so now I understand where at least my confusion was. This is actually, for the first time in 15 years, I'm finding out that it's actually not even in Manchester. No. No. Never has been. Okay. It always gets put on the dateline and all that. And uh-huh. in fact, uh, the the uh, alderman mentions that everybody thinks it's Manchester, but it's not. I didn't know that. And so, one of the questions. Look, uh, I go by street signs. If the sign says Manchester with yeah. the arrow to get me off the interstate, I'm in Manchester. Yeah. I mean, and I recommend going and listening. I don't want to take too much. I don't want to take anything away from Daniel and his podcast because it was really good. It was fascinating. Uh, but some of the you know questions. Will, will there be an issue then with, uh, did, will they have to quit early because they have to follow city guidelines? And basically he said, no, we know what they do. They're not going to ask to be annexed and, and have to we change. Know. We know what they do. <laughs> yeah. All so, right. Interesting. All right. It's very interesting. I mean, yeah, it, I, yeah, I, way I inside no baseball, but it's important. No, it is important. Look, I mean, the reason why this podcast started to begin with is because, um, I looked down and I saw power lines, you know, when we, yeah. when we walk to and from our camp, we look down and we see, you know, these, these just forever long power lines and tubes that, you know, power lines are inside of and they run along the side of the, the roads back there. And it hit me, oh my God, they've got to create power somehow. And That's they've it. got to imagine, and I kept, I was obsessed that one weekend of, how much cable, like how many yeah. like feet of cable do you think they have just here? Yeah. I mean, just millions and millions of feet of cable. And then I, that's when we just started nerding out on the weird, small, tiny little things about this, this little city that was created. And that was the, the birth of the, this dumb show. Yeah. Yeah. Ross, you've noticed that too, is right? I mean, you get there and uh, you get there and you can't believe how massive it is. And yeah. It's a farm, and so they everything they have to b- bring it in. There's nothing. There's nothing there except just land. So they had to get all the power and uh, facilities and all that. I think the only permanent structure is the wet stage, right? All of yeah. the others they build. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's two that's weeks before that. It just. Keep, I think I'm going to think about this conversation with the booking agents, especially Allie. When Allie said last show that you know it's so it feels so much easier for a city festival to come back. And by the way, I knew about the Lollapalooza thing when we talked about the booking agents. I was trying to lead her into that path of, of you know, <laughs> trying to say this information so that I didn't have to. But, um, you know, she was saying how, yes, yeah, city festivals are going to come back a lot easier than a camping festival like Bonnaroo because cities have all these things that are already, you know, ready to go. Right. Uh, hotels, especially. Uh, it's pretty easy to get somebody into a hotel a lot harder to get them into a a campsite when the cdc is saying you know camping not the best idea um but yeah she didn't take the bait on that unfortunately (laughs) yeah Um, yeah, okay you know that's that's what i that's what i have this week do we have anything else i think that was it Um, okay all right no i think that's it okay by the way new patreon tiers coming right we've got uh whole new patreon tiers we're gonna get those tiers up yeah, so uh, we've got new gear. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. so excited about the new gear. So yeah. excited to announce the new gear coming with the uh, Patreon levels. This yeah, we is have big be very, plans. very exciting. We have yeah. big plans, and I guess we should say if if these uh, lineups uh, drop 
as we predict, we'll be back sooner than later, right? Yeah, we might have a late night in store for us pretty soon, huh? Yeah. Hope so. Yeah, if 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 you see, I don't know, us online on Twitter say Monday night around midnight, uh, you probably know something's up. <laughs> you probably know something's up because we're probably doing a show and uh, reading a lineup. Yeah, if you see uh, anything from Barry JC on Twitter after, say, 6.30 at night. 6.30 p.m., yeah, when something's going on. That's right. Yeah, I can't believe right now. <laughs> All right. All right, quick one today. Promise you that. Uh, that's Lord Taco. That's Barry. I'm Brad. We'll talk to you next time on the What Podcast. Love you. Bye. Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year? That matter. Yay. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.